If you want to learn the best SEO tools to use this year, then you're going to want to listen up. What's up, you guys? Rich Tavishan here, uh, founder of redratmedia.com. We're a digital marketing agency based in Austin, Texas. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the best SEO tools that you could use for your business to help you grow. Um, now, I know you know a lot of people are like, um, like if you're if you're new to SEO, you might think, let's just find the best tools and then SEO will be done for us and magically we'll have you know page one ranking on Google. And um, you know the unfortunate reality is this: like you can't just rely on tools to do SEO for you. So to optimize your website, to optimize your pages, to optimize the content that you're creating, um, it really comes down to leveraging the tools to help you gather information that will um, allow you to you know optimize your pages accordingly. So let me get more specific. Um, I guess let me just start here. So the the tools aren't going to do the work for you. Um, if you do want the tools to do the work for you, then you're actually looking in the wrong place. You have to understand the concepts of of search engine optimization and really what generally Google is looking for from a basics perspective. So if you've listened to me before, if you've read some of my blog posts, you know that um, there are several categories of search engine optimization. There's um, and it, and it really requires like an ongoing maintenance because. At any given time, you know, Google will give us an, a heads up on an algorithm update. We won't know necessarily what that algorithm update will be. However, we should have the tools necessary to um, identify where the, like what those changes are and whether or not that change or algorithm update is negatively impacting our website. Um, so first of all, um, you know, make sure that you understand that, that the tool is not going to do the work for you before we get into this here. Um, and I should warn you that don't download, like don't actually log in and sign up for a tool until you understand the, um, you know, the things like on page SEO, you understand off page SEO, you understand technical SEO, like performance, you understand, um, local SEO and what the difference between those things are. And you understand the importance of paid media and how it differs from organic search results as well. So, um, yeah, I think, I think before you really dig deeper into the tools I'm going to share with you, try to, um, you know, educate yourself, I guess, on a high level SEO to understand like what exactly does it mean? Um, the goal obviously is to get on page one or to get impressions on your website and pages so that when people search for certain terms that you show up organically. And that that could also mean not just on Google, but that could also mean on social media as well. Um, quick example is I have a TikTok video <clears throat> that it continues to get views every single uh, day um, because it has very specific keywords for what people are searching for while they're on TikTok. So if they're searching for, you know, Sigma, you know, whatever camera lens, then my video seems to be showing up. Now, <laughs> quite frankly, I don't know why or how that thing blew up, but I guess it's primarily based on the keywords that are in the caption itself. Um, and in a way, I kind of got lucky with that, right? So <clears throat> now I didn't know that until I actually created a, um, and, and by the way, that video, I didn't intentionally say like, let me put keywords in here so that people can search for it. All I did was describe the actual, you know, video camera lens and what it does and all that. And it was valuable to people. So it kept um, you know, keeps showing, continues to keep showing up on people's uh, search lists. So, but we're going to be talking about Google and we're going to talk about Google SEO. So 
let's start. First of all, I want to share with you some of the free tools first, and then um, we'll go into some of the paid options as well. And actually, I'll just say this, 80% of this list are free options. So you're in the right place <laughs> if you're kind of low on budget. Um, and, and also, hopefully you're listening to this because you're either doing, you know, kind of DIY search engine optimization for your website. Um, and if you're not doing DIY, maybe you have a team, maybe you have, maybe you are the person that's responsible for it and you're trying to educate yourself. Um, we typically, you know, have really three options. Like when we're working with people, it's either like the DIY option by leveraging our resources like this podcast or our blog posts, um, or other, you know, various social media posts as well. And really just content. Or, you know, we have like a done for you service. We do offer SEO as a service. And then we also do consulting and coaching as well from a marketing perspective. So um, let's talk about the tools. So number one is the free report. So you can get a free report uh, from our website at seo.redratmedia.com. The reason why I'm starting with that is not (laughs) from an ego perspective. I just think that, you know, when you're getting free stuff, it's always good. Um, and we do offer, you know, a free report for, from an SEO perspective and, um, it's pretty thorough. You know, you do have the option to sign up for free to get more details on it, but it gives you a basic level of understanding. Now, keep in mind, um, SEO, I think about it in terms of very, very much of it, like an analytic perspective, like, you know, I analyze everything. So when you're pulling data from different tools, you can't necessarily use one as a source of truth. Okay. And so what I mean by that is, although our tool is great and it helps give you guidance, you definitely want to use other tools that we're going to be sharing to give you a reference point as well. So one tool actually might say something different than another tool. And that's the unfortunate unreliability of the internet and how often it changes um, and how Google, you know, can be unreliable as well in a sense. So, um, once you understand that you're just getting reference points from tools and to not use one necessarily as a uh, end-all be-all for everything of you know everything on your website, then you start to realize that, okay, I have information from a tool. Now what do I do to act on that information? right? And, and the same goes for performance reports as well, right? There's probably about you know maybe hundreds of performance report tools that are out there for your website where you can run your website and it says, okay, you know, this image is too heavy or this JavaScript is too heavy or this web part of the website's too heavy, fix this, fix this. But then you go to another tool and it says something different. So um, take these reports generally with a grain of salt, but know that you're gathering information that's hopefully useful for you so that you can act on it. Okay. So number one would be go to seo.redratmedia.com. Number two is to use Google Lighthouse. So if you're not familiar with Google Lighthouse, the simplest thing to do is to use Google Chrome's developer tools, right, right click inspect, and then go to the lighthouse tab and you can run a free SEO report and it'll show you very basic high level checks that it's doing to, to identify, like, are you on track for things like meta tags and meta descriptions? Okay. You know, basic things that Google is looking for. Okay. Number three is my favorite tool that I use pretty much every day. And I look at it on a regular basis. Um, is Google Search Console. So this is where you're gonna find out where your traffic is coming from. So the content that you have out there today, the pages that you have out there today, where is that traffic coming from, um, you know, for certain keywords. So um, in our case, it's like digital marketing, Google ads agency, you know, SEO agency, SEO company. 
look for keywords that are trending towards, you know, what you offer as a, as a, um, uh, as a business. And if they're not related to that, then you probably should identify the pages that are, you know, take that are attracting people that are not related to your business and either remove them or revisit or re, um, redirect them to the right place. So Google search console, in my opinion, is really helpful, um, because it helps you track like our pages indexed, you know, where's the traffic coming from? How can I um, leverage the content that people are actually getting impressions on? And what page are they, you know, what position are they showing up? Are they showing, you know, is my page showing up on uh, position five, which is page one, or is it showing up on, you know, position 50, which is way down the list. Um, And by the way, nowadays when you Google things, there's really no page one, it seems um, like it's kind of like a, like a constant scroll. So for example, if I just type in like plumbers, I'm typing, literally typing it now, and I scroll down the list, um, it's actually not really a page one thing, right? It, I can I can keep scrolling and it does like an automatic load. So the benefit to that is really, you know, you can show up and you can get impressions for people that are searching for keywords, even if it's not on page one. So people are scrolling, they may click on the next, they may um, continue to scroll on desktop, which is really beneficial for you because then you get, you know, impressions. So the point is use Google Search Console to identify where those impressions are coming from in terms of keywords. And then you say, okay, these keywords are highly impressionable. Let me create more content around that. And then that'll hopefully um, increase the, the value of that page or update that existing page to push you up higher on the list. And by the way, the content needs to be helpful. Like it, it can't just be like AI generated. It can't just be, you know, garbage. <laughs> like it can't, it has to be useful, right? So you want to make sure that you're, it's coming from a place of authority, from experience, um, you know, showing that, you know, you are trustworthy as a source because you have the experience. You've gone through the process of actually, um, you know, let's say you're a 25 year veteran plumber and you have the experience and you can show that through, uh, through written content. Okay. So then number four is, this is more for keyword research, but a very important SEO tool um, that I like to, I like to leverage is Google Trends. So Google Trends is literally telling me what people are searching for, what's trending, and most importantly, not just what's trending, but what's, um, what is the change over time? Well, I guess that's trending, but what's the change over time over a longer period of time? Okay, so um, there are certain keywords that you can search for where you're like, okay, over the past year, it has increased in trend, you know, in, in terms of like uh, uh, volume. Or you say, you know, you do a keyword search and it's going down. So for example, the terms chat G, or the term chat GPT has a very high, you know, you probably could see it a spike over the past year or two years, but I think at some point it's going to come back down, right? You're going to see it sort of fizzle out, um, sort of like when t- people were typing in fidget spinners and keywords like that, when um, it was like a trendy thing, you, you could see that spike back in the day when it was a big thing. So what's cool is you could see these like kind of macro level keywords that people are searching for based on trends. And um, typically what I always find is like, what do I search for first? Well, start with your industry first, start with the service that you sell, start with the product that you sell, and then you'll start to get recommendations from Google Trends as well to give you more ideas. Number five is Google Keyword Planner. Now for, this is for a micro level keyword research. The benefit of using this, um, you do have to, you have to create an ad account in Google Ads, but once you have it set up, the keyword planner is really cool because now I could see, okay, when I search for certain keywords, what's the volume? 
what is the um, competition for it? And then also how much is it going to cost me if I decide to use Google ads, um, you know, for paid media. So SEO is really the way I think about SEO is like more from an organic perspective. When you're creating content, people are coming to you, but you also have the option to do paid media like Google ads for search when people actually type in keywords and you could show up at the top of the list. Now, if you have the cash to do that and the budget to do that, then I would highly recommend to do that along with your SEO to help support, you know, both organic and paid media as well. So that's number five. Number six is Google's. So do a Google search for the keyword on Google, right? Like do a search for whatever service you provide attorney, you know, in New York or whatever it is, um, car wash, RV park, you know, whatever company that you, you look for, uh, or that you sell, um, or service that you sell and product that you sell. Then what you're going to notice is the people also ask section. Okay. These are topics that are related to the keyword that people are searching for, which means Google has all of this data you're right. That is gathered, has continuously gathering over the years. It has a lot of reference points. And what it's doing is it's basically curating ideas for topics for us that we can create content for. Okay. So for example, when you type in, um, you know, something like, let's just say roofing companies. And uh, let me just type it here, actually roofing company. So if I type in roofing company, I'm going to see paid ads and I'm also going to see results that show up. So Google maps results, which from a local SEO perspective, you want to absolutely have that. But then there's a section that says people also ask, and there's one and I'm on desktop. It's going to be different on mobile, but one, two, three, four, I get four results that say people also ask. First thing that comes up, it says, what time of the year is best to replace a roof? And that's literally a question that people are asking at a high volume. And so if you create content for that, then you're, you know, and it's useful and it's, and it's, um, you know, crawled by Google and it's helpful and it's shared and it's linked from other people, it's going to show up ideally in that list. And um, it's going to be referenced, right? Especially in the AI piece, but it's, it's going to be referenced. And it also gives you ideas on what content should I create organically so that people actually, you know, getting, are getting the right information that are, you know, that people are looking for. Like if the majority of people are looking for, Hey, what's the time of the best time of year to replace a roof? <coughs> then as a roofing company, you want to absolutely create content for those customers because it shows that you're helping. And that's what Google likes. Okay. So, um, now we're going to continue on all, these are all Google products, as you can tell. Um, and we'll get to the paid ones in a second here, but so the other free thing that you could do is Google business profile, Google business profile, as you guys know, if you listen to me before is absolutely one of the best ways, especially if you're a local business, a local company, um, and you want to show up on, you know, maps, then you absolutely need to have a, little, a Google business profile created. Um, process is a little bit tedious nowadays, but once you get it set up, you know, you can create, you can put photos, you can add testimonials, you can put, um, you can request reviews, you can answer questions that people have. Um, and the ideal state is that when somebody's like their GPS is close to your business, they do a search, they see you, you show up and then um, you know, ideally they call you first, right? Or they, they go to your website first because you're typically closer on the list than you're, you're physically closer to them. <clears throat> what Google likes about that is it's supporting people locally, right? To, to that area. And, um, what I've found and, you know, in the over decade experience of, you know, understanding SEO and figuring out, you know, what, how to show up right on, on the list, Google is, it seems like it's prioritizing local businesses, um, visually so that you show up, right? And so if, if Google's going to prioritize that, then I'm going to prioritize that for our clients. And we're going to make sure that you show up, you know, locally for your business. 
when somebody does a keyword search that is physically close to that office. And if you don't show up, then you need to either create a profile, claim it, or um, you know, be more active on it and treat it like a social media platform because that's kind of what it is. Okay, now number eight is Google Analytics. You can use this to find trends. Um, if you don't have it installed on your website, you absolutely need to make sure that's there. GA4 is the newest um, you know, property that you can use. And what I like about it is it's a, it's a really good way to look at the data, to analyze your website, to see where people are coming from, you know, not only from a, you know, from acquisition perspective, but, but to also see like, are you getting sales from certain acquisition channels? Um, what are the trends for what people are searching for? You can kind of see some of the keywords. Search console is going to be better for keywords, but you can see some of that in there as well in GA4. And then the paid one, um, number nine, now, there's a lot of paid tools out there for SEO. There's um, like Scream, I think it's Screaming Frog. There's Local Dominator. There's, gosh, there's so many. There's SEMrush. There's um, like literally, if you just type in SEO tools, let me just pull this up here. Moz. Moz is a good, decent one. Similar Web. There's uh, Surfer SEO. There's Uber Suggest. There's Answer the Public. There's Keyword Tool. There's like it's ridiculous how many there are out there, honestly. Um, and the the point of me like kind of giving you this list and giving you mostly free ones is that you really don't need, like you really don't need paid tools to, to be successful in SEO if you understand the basics of SEO, right? And um, the la the basically the only paid tool that I suggest, honestly, is a Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S. I like the tool a lot. It's very powerful. And honestly, like I, this is going to sound horrible, but they all to me are very similar because <clears throat> they all do the same thing. Like, I'm just going to be honest. They all do the same thing. Um, they all provide similar data. It's just like preference at the end of the day. Like, do you want this particular user experience? Do you want to see, you know, how you're actually ranking? Do you want to see competitors? Do you want to see, you know, um, keywords? Do you want to see... And a lot of the keywords can be searched, you know, for free using Google search uh, planner, keyword planner. But the point is, again, you're getting data and information for your website. It's data and information that you need to understand how to interpret. And then once you interpret it, you can start to see trends with these tools. Like the, the benefit of these paid tools is honestly to see trends, to use the data, to look at those trends and make decisions based on that information. You know, how are you going to increase your domain authority if you don't know what your domain authority is, right? Um, how are you going to get more backlinks if you don't know what a backlink is, right? And the importance of high authority backlinks, right? How are you going to, um, you know, increase your traffic if you don't know what your traffic is? And you could probably get that from Google Analytics, but, you know, where is that traffic coming from? High keywords, you know, where, which country, like, does that country actually matter, you know, for your business? Um, and yeah, just understanding like where you're at now, current state, and then figuring out what are the, what are the actual, uh, tasks that I need to do to help you succeed. So hopefully that makes sense guys. Um, and again, you know, overall, in my opinion, the best tool that's paid is probably Ahrefs, um, use them all basically. And, and it's just comes down to preference at the end of the day. Um, and they're all really quick at making updates. So like if something comes out, they're pretty quick in terms of like product management to get their product um, updated for any any um, uh, any Google algorithms changes. So hopefully that makes sense. 
And at the end of the day, it's not about the tools that matter. It's about understanding the foundations, right, of SEO and then using the tools to gather the information to help you make a decision on what's working, what's not working, and then take the action towards improving those those things. So hopefully that makes sense, guys. This is a long, <laughs> long uh, audio here. And uh, if you guys have any questions, please reach out to me um, and uh, check us out at redratmedia.com. We are a digital marketing engine for small and medium businesses. We also um, you know, have several software tools that can help you grow your business as well. Peace out.